Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens between it. We're getting ready for Thanksgiving. By the time this comes out, Thanksgiving will have already passed. But, you know, between election time and Thanksgiving time, there's things to do. The day after election day, you took the sticker off of your car because you said you didn't want to get beat up. Did I say that? You did. Oh, I think I was just trying to make a point. I, I understand that you were being, you, you were using hyperbole, but... Yes. I took the sticker off my car because I perceive problems and I like to try to avoid them. You are not a very confrontational kind of individual. Generally speaking, no. And I didn't want any presented to me. <laughs> Right. And in our area of the country, it's entirely possible that they could have been. I think at this point, unfortunately, people were getting very riled up. And although that hasn't necessarily settled down, I feel like I have a better lay of the land as far as how dangerous or helpful that might be to have a sticker on my car. Right. And by that, I mean... I'm going to put a different sticker on my car now. (laughs) But it's still going to be a a Hillary 2016 sticker. Because when I see something that reminds me that some people are saying, I feel better. So I'm hoping that that will do that for other people. Yes. But you had reasonable concern before because there were a couple times that you were in traffic and like, for example, you would put on your turn signal to change lanes and someone would scoot right up into the spot and laugh at you because you had a Hillary sticker on. Yeah. Yeah. There were some weird things. And unfortunately, my glasses were working well enough that I could see the person back there in their car. Yes. And think, hmm, that's wrong. I still have a Hillary sticker on my car. I have the same one because it's the rainbow H1. Yes, you do. And I always have a rainbow sticker on my car, and I need to redo the other stickers on my car because too many trips through the car wash have made them start to peel. You go through the car wash? Yes. Okay. I had to do that. (laughs) (laughs) I've been meaning to for a while. I know. You usually do it more often than I do, and you go and have them, like, clean out everything. I go to the self-serve one. I haven't even gone to the self-serve one either. I mean, because that one's closer, and I've been thinking I should go there because the car's dirty. But anyhow, the point is... I have a coupon for a free wash. This is what we're discussing at the microphone. There we go. (laughs) Because things are the same. They are. They are. But you're sick, and... Yes, that's part of the problem of the same. More scary, and so... That's also part of the problem of the same. Even though it's still all the same, it's still slightly different. Yes. I've been um, fighting with some sort of illness. Upper respiratory bug of some sort. Yeah. That likes to get between your sinuses and your throat. For for a while now. It was before the election, so it's been a while. It has been a while yeah. that you've been sick. And you yeah. even took a few days off one week to try and get rid of it. And it got rid of like the body aches and the overall sick feeling, but you still have the residual snuffly, stuffy uncomfortableness in your respiratory passages. Yes, I I did actually have body aches. I only had the sore throat, which was what was confusing and initially more comfortable than the usual type of virus or Mm -hmm. man flu type thing. (laughs) But as it continues to linger, it is not 
terribly comfortable. So while you're sick, there's still all this other stuff that needs doing, though. Right, which uh, a few things I have caught up on, not not one of which was washing the car. But, you know, the things I usually do at the house, I've started to catch up on. Because even if I ask somebody to do them while I'm sick, which I'm not likely to bother putting, no. the, putting the energy into. <laughs> I'm thinking, when have you ever done that? <laughs> well, sometimes I will chase after the teenager to do something Oh, okay. when I'm sick. But typically it's not worth it because you're busy... He doesn't understand what I'm talking about, and so it's not really going to happen anyway. Right. And that's an expenditure of energy that I didn't feel like thinking about expending, let alone actually expending. Correct. Right. So, yeah, that's a little tricky Mm -hmm. to try and get things managed. And one of the things was that we still had a pumpkin sitting around from Halloween. Yeah. That was... uh, The second round of pumpkins, because the first ones were early, and typically they don't fare well when children carve them early or do artistic whatevers to them early, which... They they did, and uh, number two child carved a pumpkin with your help, and you boys carved it very nicely, but then it started to melt. (laughs) Yes. Yes, they do that. So I told him we could get another pumpkin, and we went and got a couple pumpkins, but then there was no time for him to actually carve that one. He carved one, but he didn't get to carve them both. No. And I carved one. Yours came out really cool. Yes. I made a carriage. It makes like me... a pumpkin carriage. Yes. Because it made me laugh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like and I put it on the front porch for trick-or-treating. type stuff. Yes. Yes, it was a little carriage. And I put it on the front porch, and you had it there with lights in it. You put little lights in it. I did. When trick-or-treaters came. Yes. Little sparkly lights, which was even funnier. Yes. And then I sent a picture to uh, Grandma through my work wife, who is the other surrogate aunt person to the children. Yes. And everybody was like ooing and eyeing because it was all sparkly with your lights. I like sparkly. Yes, you do. Princess man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was fun. And um, number three, melted crayons over hers. Yes. Which was quite a project. It was, because the uh, the hairdryer would not get hot enough to melt them without being on the super high setting that was like blowing spatters of crayon everywhere. The hairdryer might be a bit old. It, you you it might is. have been better off just replacing your hairdryer than retrieving something else to melt things with, but... Well, we got a heat gun, and we'll use the heat gun. We will, because we need to put plastic on our windows in the winter. Yes, we do. And the hairdryer wasn't cutting it. No, it wasn't. No. Yeah, so, put sheets of plastic that go over the windows to make a second barrier. Insulation, yeah. Like a temporary storm window, which is something we had in the Midwest. Yeah. We do not have here. While that pumpkin that did not get used was still sitting in our dining room on a chair... Yes, ideally being ready to be decorative for Thanksgiving and possibly be carved in some other shape for Thanksgiving was the idea. It didn't last that long. It also started melting. (laughs) You know, I just realized, I think it was too close to the heater vent. There's a heater vent over there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Because we had one that stayed out in the garage last year until like May, and we were going to donate it someplace that was going to like cut it up into animal feed or something. Yes. And it stayed just fine, like, until springtime. Yeah, it stayed great, because that was nice and cool, like a cellar or something would be. Right. But no, the one in the dining room started to melt, and 
We didn't realize it was melting. No, it just started melting in a small spot in the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And apparently the dog found it, but we didn't know that the dog had found it because I kept saying, the dog smells extra bad right now, and I can't figure out why, and it smells like something rotten, like maybe rotten meat or rotten veg or something. Well, and here's the thing. From the front, the pumpkin just looked like... It's a pumpkin. Yeah, you couldn't see anything rotten or leaking, or but it was a little tiny hole, and it had gone down one of the legs, and apparently that's where the dog found his, and his opportunity. Decided to rub against it like a cat and put his whole body against that one little spot. Yes, and he smells rotten. He does smell rotten. He still needs a bath. Yes, he needs a bath. You don't feel like giving him a bath while you're sick. It's usually something we have the kids do anyway. Well, I could do that today, either myself this morning. Here's the thing. What usually inspires me to give the dog a bath is that I can smell him. Oh, and you're sick and you can't smell him. I can't smell him. You can. <laughs> Only when he's within about a foot and a half of my face. Right. But still. But Which he likes to do because he really likes you. I don't know why. We got this dog by fostering him thinking that, you know, the family that he had came from was going to take him back, but then they didn't. So now he's ours and he seems to have adopted me and I was all done with dogs. And I find it very amusing. <laughs> That he adopted you. Why the hell you got to be He still comes dog, to me Bob. for food or if he needs to go out. But when he wants cuddles, he's always all over me. I think that he was more attached to the woman at that house. And to him, you are that person. You have more estrogen hormones I'm, that he can uh, notice. Damn it. I'm do sorry I have to? that I mentioned it. <laughs> it's okay. He's he's typically a very good dog, but dogs do like to rub in stinky things. and They do. And he's quite pleased with himself, I'm sure. Yes. But in the meanwhile, we're still trying to manage all the other things that are also happening, like your aunt is going on another trip. Yes, and my mother always needs things from somewhere. But my aunt going on a trip is always a concerning thing, especially to my sister. Your sister has a lot of concerning things, more so than the average bear. Well, I don't know if that's true. We might have a skewed perspective on that. It's possible. Yeah. But in any case, my sister worries about my aunt, and I suppose somebody should, uh, because <laughs> she does things that could be worrisome. I yes. think I worry less because I have my plate full with other things. And when my sister's children were younger, she had her plate more full and didn't worry as much. But my sister's concerns are valid. Yes. And so my sister requested that I please make sure my aunt's family locator app was working before she left town again. Which is a good thing to have because this is the woman who drove herself down a dirt road to where there was no more dirt road, but kept driving and put herself into a ditch and told us the GPS told us the GPS had told her, her to do that. Which, you know, GPSs are sometimes known to do strange things and so is my aunt, so it's really hard to tell which one was which, but But the, the GPS had originally told her to just go on the expressway, which is what we had told her. Stay on the expressway. That's all you have to do, stay on the expressway. She was convinced after that. However, the reason she got found is that my sister had the locator and could see where my aunt had gone to and could keep talking to the tow truck driver for a good part of the day. Yes. Like most of the day until he found her. 
And it took that long to find her because that's how far she had gone off right. of the beaten trail. Now, now, this time, granted, she's going to the airport and she's being brought there. Mm-hmm. And then, but when she gets to the second airport, because there's a layover. Are um, we sure that she will be able to get from the first plane to the okay. second? I, I didn't get that far yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, because even though she's taking planes... She has been known to call from the airport and say that she doesn't know where she's supposed to be going. And so typically I try to send her to a airline personnel person at a desk. Yes. Go to a desk with the airline that you believe is the airline that you have or the nearest one you see. Mm-hmm. And ask them for directions and then do it again until you get where you're going. Yes. Or until someone decides that they need to bring you there. But she doesn't have memory problems. Shh. <laughs> no. Well, it, it can be funny from the, you know, these are the funny stories just like when the dog is naughty or the, we do something wrong. Yes. Um, so my sister really wants to make sure that we don't lose my aunt again. And, you know, because there's these very convenient apps, it seems viable to track her. However... When you have apps on your phone, you sometimes get logged out of them, and then you have to log back in. And in order to log back into your app, you have to know your email and the password. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know the password, if you know the email... They will email you the password or a link to reset it. But if you know none of the above... Because you don't have memory problems. And you don't always type things incorrectly... You may have put something else in either of those spots or both, and so you can't get back into the app. Hmm. You sa- That was a surprise sound, but I know you're not. No. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I, I know you know how this works. I'm, oh, I'm yes. giving the... And of course, because can, can you I... are the, the local relative, you are assigned to reset and re-log her in on this phone, and she has to bring it to our house on the day that we have no kids. Mm-hmm. And we could be spending time with each other, mm-hmm. but we're spending time with your aunt trying to reset her phone app. It didn't take very long. No, it didn't. However, we didn't have very long without kids. Right. And we wanted to talk to the microphone. And so anyhow. Yes. Yeah. I had to make a new account for her and then send invitations from her phone to mine and my sister's so we could track her. Yes. And I had to do it with an email she told me she no longer has, but it's one of the emails I have listed for her. Yeah. And so I just used it because we needed one that supposedly wasn't used because we put in the other ones. And since I've played this game before, I was going to do it the quickest way possible. And I also put her on my find my friends. Okay. So that I can find her. Yes. If if she logs she out of the She has an iPhone, app. and so the find my friends thing will also work even though it won't work with your sisters because she doesn't have an iPhone. Yes. And there might be other apps that would do this, but the same problems will happen. Oh, yes, they will. It will happen less with the Find My Friends because she somehow already had it on her phone. I think I started to put it on there that before I realized my sister didn't have that option. So it hasn't logged her out. Once it logs her out, then that's when we're in trouble. Mm-hmm. But I need more time to sit down with her. And every time I'm doing something on her phone and it locks itself again, I have to have her unlock it. But questions that you would ask, like, what is your email, are not that simple. No. I don't have that one anymore. Which one? Well, it's Yahoo. 
Okay, so anyhow, that's just a... That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> but she's supposedly trackable at this moment. Yes, supposedly. And I'll check that. Mm-hmm. And the, the thing I think my sister is more worried about than my aunt being in the airport and not knowing where she's supposed to be going. Like when she gets to her layover, does she remember what she's doing next? Is when she gets to her destination, she's getting a car and driving to the house for Thanksgiving. She's getting a rental car, Mm -hmm. which will assumably also have GPS because rental cars, rental companies don't like to lose their cars. Yeah, I have no hope for that option because of the ditch and other problems. Because if it's different than any other GPS she's ever operated in a what she feels user-friendly way, it's not going to help. No, no, no. I'm not thinking like a GPS that she would use. I'm thinking like a GPS where she hits the little OnStar button in the top of the car or she hits the little emergency button wherever it is. And if she's lost, then we can call the rental company and they can find the car. Well, she's not going to be in the middle of nowhere like she was between my sister's house and here. No, she's, she's going, going to, to be, be in a big metropolitan type area with suburbs and driving through suburbs. And so what she's going to do is she's going to take the longest way possible to get where she's going if she doesn't have some sort of anchor. Mm-hmm. But grandma and papa found her an anchor because they used to live in the same state where she's going. Mm-hmm. And they said, oh, she she was asking them numbers. Do I take, you know, 57 this way or 92 Didn't she that way? Didn't she live there? Yes, but for most of us in other places we've lived, if you've lived other places than where you live now, you have a vague memory of the roads there and driving on them and what numbers they were. Yeah, when we went back to Flint, I was able to get us where we were going pretty easily, and I pulled up the map just to make sure I remembered it right, but I still yeah. knew where we were. They haven't put a lot of other roads in Michigan in the no. meantime, okay? true. Where she's going, they have. Ah. Uh, yes, and there's enough of them that she could drive all over the place and still never get where she's going by Thanksgiving. Okay. Or before she came back. Okay. So, she needs like an anchor, and so they gave her the name of a town, because all of the roads have directions like if you're going to the next big town. And so they said, drive towards this town, and she can remember that, and that's going to be a good anchor for her. That's good. That's good, because... So that way, when she calls my sister from somewhere and says, I don't know where I am, my sister can look at the map and say, oh, I see you're still driving towards the town. Stay on the road. Yes. Don't go on the side roads. Or you're not driving towards the town. Find a place to turn around. But see, she could turn around a few times. Yes. It's not that simple. She has been known to turn around and end up going the same direction again. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, so it'll be an adventure. It will. It but will. in any case, yes, I am holding my head. The capacity to get lost on her part is not just a capacity. She is quite well established and she's well-versed in getting lost at this point. Yes. It is a definite thing that will happen. It's maybe not exactly... It's going to happen every day. It is going to happen With regularity. With regularity, definitely. And speaking of regularity, every full moon... I know what you're talking about. You get a phone call. Well, yeah. Sometimes before, during, or after the said full moon. Mm Mm-hmm. By before, I mean within a day or two. Right. 
And by during, I mean in the middle of the night. And by after, I mean the next morning. Right. So, yeah, I do. The full moon is apparently a problem. Which, my... which sounds like a bunch of, you know, oogie. It sounds like a bunch of hooey. Yeah. Yeah. But what happens every full moon? Why are you getting a phone call? My mother has a blood sugar problem. And I think it's called diabetes. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. It is. Correct. But the problem that she has on the full moon is she has an insulin reaction. Which is where the insulin overdoes its thing and takes the blood sugar too low. Yes. And then you pass out and have sweats and um, possibly wake up again. So <laughs> I'm looking at you to see. The face you were making when you said possibly. Well, that's the worry my sister has. And, yes. You know. I think my mother is not as worried about it because she's done it as much. And I'm not as worried about my mother because my mother has had experience with this. But it's also because I can't control the full moon or my mother. <laughs> right? These are a lot of things that we have learned not to worry about. I feel often that I should worry about some of these things. And then I remember that that doesn't do any good. You just have to do something. It must be like ancient Catholic training or something. You, yeah, you, yeah, you're, you know. you're supposed to worry because you have guilt, which is how your sister is. Yeah. So this started when I started my mom on a statin, a medical statin rather than the natural one, which is the... Red yeast rice? Yes. Okay. So she took that, she said, for several years, and it's how statins are made from that. Yes, it's one of the sources of pharmacological statins. Yes, one of the original yes. sources. So my mother took this for a long time, and that was keeping her cholesterol down as much as you can. I mean, mine's climbed over the years, mm -hmm. and my mother is 20 years older, so she, hers have climbed over the years. Right. And then she has other medications she takes for heart things and problems that come from diabetes. And so the, the cardiologist is thinking statins are to him, more reliable mm -hmm. because they are fine-tuned as a medicine, Yes. whereas natural vitamins and red yeast rice supplements are not fine-tuned. Correct. With uh, supplements, you have some regulation of consistency, potency, concentration, but not as much as with pharmaceuticals. Right. The, the thing is that since she started that statin, she's had more insulin reactions because the statins tend to raise the blood sugar and then they end up taking more insulin and it's a problem. So we've talked about this before. She's ended up in the ER and so forth. And it makes sense that that would be the case because recent studies have shown that cholesterol doesn't come from eating cholesterol. It comes from eating sugar, which is metabolized into cholesterol. And so it does make sense that the two would affect one another. So there's your science. And here's your hooey. <laughs> <laughs> we have noticed in those months that every time there's a full moon, we noticed it by the second time. Mm -hmm. But this is like the fourth or fifth time. Yes. Within a day or two of the cycle of the full moon, starting a day or two before, she has to be careful about what she's... Well, we've noticed that... That she has these reactions every full moon. She has these reactions every full moon. And so having the cheese into hooey involving moon cycles and so forth, uh -huh. which may or may not be hooey, right. but in any case, 
that I can talk to her about that and say, look, I see this pattern and I would like you to pay attention to when the full moon is coming and be extremely cautious with what you're eating and make sure you log every food you're eating so we can try to figure out what's going on here. Yes. So this time, she didn't call me before or in the middle of the night and I was sick. So I didn't call her two days before and say, are you following the program? (laughs) Knowing that we're like having some big super moon deal, right? Oh, gosh. And I'm thinking, okay, well, this is like, she's an adult and she's in charge of this and I'm sick and I didn't have the chance. And she just needs to be an adult today. Yeah. You'll have to adult yourself in your own life today. I'm sick (laughs) and I don't have time to call and tell you that. So she did and she made herself eggs for dinner and she was about to eat a big muffin because I'm like, One of the other times, she's like, I had a big piece of pie in the fridge that I wanted to eat later, and I couldn't eat it because my blood sugar, blah, blah, blah. And I said, tell you what, next time, eat the pie before, and then you won't have an insulin reaction. (laughs) Right. So this time, she she had a solid meal, and she was about to eat a muffin, and she had not, she had taken less insulin. Yes. That's also part of what she was doing. Mm Mm-hmm. And had not taken her nighttime insulin yet, which was really the the big problematic mm-hmm. one that we had. The 24-hour one, oh, yeah. Oh, man, that was a bad one because that was an ongoing insulin Yes, reaction. it was. And just as she was going to take a bite of the muffin. She passed out. She passed out in an insulin reaction. Oh, for goodness sake. Yeah. So she took one-third of the insulin she would have took with that meal. I talked to her the next day, and she said she was okay. And it had happened again. And then she talked to me about, well, it didn't happen as much in the Libra moon cycle. But <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that even though she's old, there is still some element of moon cycles affecting body chemistry. Yes. And so... It's obvious. You know, I mean, there's scientific data about moon cycles affecting hormonal cycles in premenopausal women. Mm -hmm. And so it wouldn't surprise me if it's affecting her otherwise, even though she is no longer premenopausal. She hasn't been since she had a hysterectomy after my sister was born. But nonetheless... (laughs) There's something going on It is, yeah. Yeah, and that, that she can acknowledge. And I said to her when she said, you know, called me and said, well, this happened and Libra, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) I said, well, we can't talk to the doctor about that. And she says, no, we can't. (laughs) So she knows that. However, we can start to nail this down. And if it continues, she, you know, the reason she was convinced to go on the statin is the doctor said, well, the real problem is you could have a stroke. And she's like, hell no. I don't want a stroke. (laughs) No. Because who knows where they'll put me then. Right. But this is creating a whole nother thing. So these are our day-to-day, despite the insanity of the world, things mm-hmm. immediately surrounding us right. remain the same. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> are we having fun yet? Well, I'm, I'm feeling better, but I don't know about the fun part. <laughs> well, here come the holidays. That's always fun, right? Okay, don't mix up your fun with other things. It's wrong. I'm trying to be You like optimistic. the bright side, I know. I do like to bright side things. Here's what I like about holidays. My aunt's cookies, which fortunately she has not forgotten the recipe of. <laughs> She's even learned how to make them without wheat for you. Yes, and they're yummy, and I love them. 
And yeah, they have sugar and I already have a sinus thing. And I just feel like two middle fingers up to that because I'm tired of having the same problem no matter what I do. As soon as we're done talking, we both need to go rinse out our sinuses again. (laughs) Mm. I know. And lights. I like lights. Yes, lights I like lights too. Lights are shiny and bright and fun. And, and our house is a giant disco ball, so it's kind of awesome. Yeah, we went out and tested the lights yesterday. Yeah. Because it was getting dark. It gets dark so early. I said to you, let's go out and check the lights. Because that's a bright, shiny thing, and that'll make me feel happier about all this looking dreadful outside. Goddamn motherfucking <laughs> scary shit in the world right now. Yeah. Need some bright lights. We do need some bright lights. And so in a couple days on Thanksgiving, we'll be able to start having them every day. Yes. Have you put up, have you gotten out the standing statuey things that we put in the yard that are lit up? No, and I am thinking about, they're kind of beat up. They are LED, so I've been keeping them because they are very cheap to plug in. Yes. But I think I might indulge in like a giraffe or a flamingo. If you're getting a flamingo, I'm getting the hippopotamus. You know, I have to tell you, my work wife said I should cut the hedges in shapes of animals and pointed out that one of them was big enough to make a hippopotamus out of. That's fun. I could cut the hedges. This is my dream thing because like... I'm because you're ever going to have time for it. <laughs> and put the lights on it. That would be great. It would be so funny. That is that is wonderful. And then we would have two hippopotamuses because there'd be your... They must have one somewhere. Your lit up one from the store and then the hedge one. They have the hippopotamus at Target. It's online. I've seen it. Oh, I've seen the flamingos before, too. Yeah. I actually think I prefer the flamingo. I think I will get us a handful of safari animals lit up for Christmas next time I It sounds expensive. We'll have to go. We'll have to see what our options are. Yeah. It'll be a Christmas present to our family. Instead of a new TV this year, we'll get a... Well, wait a second. Oh, You need the new TV because you need to be able to see it across the room. Well, I don't know. But I think for me, (laughs) for me, I like to, part of, because I am good at delayed gratification, part of it is savoring all the ideas (laughs) of maybe there'll be a new TV. Maybe there'll be a flamingo and a hippopotamus or more. And then looking at all those and then deciding which one I would really be okay with. So there I you think, go. I think That's the only I mean limit that. right now is do we want to try and take the kids somewhere this summer? If right. we want to try and save right. for going somewhere this summer, then we only get one of them. And if we don't want to try That's and- the only limit we're thinking of at the moment. We'll think of the other ones and then we'll sort it all out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. So, so I think that's it. Okay. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less than complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening.
and all the life that happens between it. There's a lot of life. Well, there's a lot of goings on. There's a lot of goings on. There's a lot of goings on. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. I, I'm not very... I feel like my train of thought has gone derailed since we were downstairs talking and now we're upstairs talking and you know how it is like mm -hmm. you walk in the room and you forget what you were doing yes and then you have to go back to where you were <laughs> so. would you like to run downstairs and think about it real quick <laughs> the microphone will wait for you yeah i might have to do that a lot because it would be good exercise but um <laughs> no i'm just gonna try harder okay you've been trying really hard a lot lately but we'll yes. talk about that in a minute Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm wondering what part of that we're going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs>